Don't let tomorrow's solutions get stuck on today's obstacles. Help move what matters at Iowa State. Iowa State students have big ideas. My name is Cam Schaefer. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Spock Sanctuary, which is a exotic companion animal rescue, and we provide other services in education and nutrition. And it all started with a little help from cyclones like you. in farming is all about precision and efficiency, ensuring every seed, every drop of water, every nutrient and treatment counts. TerraPlex Ag is helping farmers all over Iowa and the Midwest do just that. With precision ag drone technology and support from TerraPlex, you'll boost your productivity and make timely and informed decisions, all while reducing your costs and increasing your profit. It's time to revolutionize your farming. Harvest the benefits with TerraPlex Ag. Visit TerraPlexAg.com. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. What's going on? It's Williams and Bloom Wednesday here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It's cold. It's still me. It is still cold. Thank cold. you for that contribution, Brent. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just being a jerk. Clones yeah, yeah, lost by 15 yeah, last night. Just yeah, they did. Part of the, the deal. Dying the MacDyne Corporation. I want to spell that for you. That is M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E dot com. Uh, always in the Wild Rose yeah, Wednesday show. And we are uh, fueled, as always, by our friends at Cody Road. Chris Williams and Brent Bloom with you. Aiden Wyatt is producing, as he always does. How are you today? Brenton. Cold, but no, I had long night last night. That was that was that was a rough one. I kind of thought, I don't know if you watched my pregame. I, don't, I, I listened to your postgame. I did not watch your Well, pre-game. I mean the game to me felt like an outlier type game. Yes. Right, going into it. So I said that before Iowa State lost. This is not me making an excuse. I thought win or loss, it would be they're a little bit like playing those old leech texas tech teams in the day it's like well we're not really built to stop you know i it just i i could have seen it going really well yeah right like it, it's kind of like playing the old hoiberg teams in a way yep in a, very in a, similar and unfortunately those guys made a bunch of shots well and i i to be honest and i I feel like BYU really dictated Iowa State throughout the night. I don't. Absolutely. It didn't feel to me like, oh man, the clones are just off. No, I thought BYU really had a great game plan. They were clearly very up for that game, as we kind of thought they would be on Sunday, being one and two. That they really, Going really home. needed yep. to win that game, and I, I take my hat off to them. They were just better. Yeah, that was a that was a game where they were better. Um, I thought schematically. They had a great plan, and it's going to be a broken record. We're going to talk about it almost every single game. For Iowa State, it's going to come down to, are you turning them over? Yeah. If not, you better hope they miss a bunch of shots. And what BYU had 10 turnovers, which was the fewest Iowa State has allowed all year. It's no coincidence that Iowa State's uh, losses, all losses, have been the four fewest turnover games that Iowa State's allowed. I mean... BYU yeah. did not get sped up. I thought that was going to be the question is I thought Iowa State's guards 
could speed them up. I give credit to Hall, the the BYU point guard. He was great. Yeah. He 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 came to play, and then once they got comfortable, it was really hard for Iowa State to to go blow for blow. And then, quite honestly, Iowa State didn't shoot it anywhere near well enough to stay with them. And if if you're going to give up eighty seven then it's going to be hard for this team. I mean, no. you can complain about the lack of shooting, and, and Keyshawn's, you know, in particular had some open looks that he's got to start making. But I, there's not a whole lot Iowa State could have done once BYU got comfortable. The game was the game was largely uh, set in stone from there. I wouldn't say I've been critical of Keyshawn, but he was the one guy going in. I was I had real questions on, like, can, can his production from the non-conference sure. carry over? And my my glass half full deal with him is I still think he's going to be a really good player. I think he'll be a lot better in March than he is now. Like to me, it just same with Momchilovich, really. Yeah. Like there's still it's their third Big Twelve game or or whatever. Fourth. Yeah. Fourth. Yeah. Uh, that that is my hope is that Iowa State continues to get better. There, there's there's still some positives, and that's the bigs are Big Twelve ready. Yep. Good to go. Tough, tough break on the um, Ward thing. He, he he earned it. Yeah, he earned it. I, I'm not you know saying what? I'm that not is... saying that the ref was wrong. No. I'm saying I don't think he was trying to like just take that guy I... out, but he followed through with it, and it was the right call. My thought on that whole situation, and, it, and that was at that point, then the game got out. Got the game was over control. when that it was happened. probably over. Anyway. When that happened, it, that gave Iowa State any chance that they had. Was Agreed. Over. Because Trey was already in foul trouble, yeah. and then Iowa State's rotation, and then you got to go Momchilovich at the it was, four. It, it and, was hard. Yeah, uh, but on that, if that happened on just a regular free throw, but right before then, that guy like laid on on Watson for way too long, like an uncomfortable Did amount they, of time. They were getting chippy, and then then Ward kind of shoved him off, and I think it it seemed to me, and BYU has this reputation of getting under your Iowa State skin, and that's really the about the only time this year Iowa State kind of lost its cool, lost its composure, and credit to BYU for doing that. But if that sequence before then hadn't happened, I don't know if that's a flagrant two. But because that there was a little skirmish before that, that was the next wave. I I, don't, I saw some people like, well, I shouldn't have been injected. It was like, that's, I was not surprised. Either. If that happened to an Iowa State player in Hilton, we would have all lost yeah. our minds. Yeah, Just I mean, he, call he, it a- he got him pretty good, too. But so the I think the biggest takeaway is, man, that's going to happen on the road. Iowa State did not play well. BYU did. I think the biggest concern, the bigger concern for me is Taman Lipsy's health, and he got hurt with what four minutes left um, with that shoulder. It's kind of been a lingering thing, from what it sounds like. It's not overly concerning as of this morning, but that's one of those things of you can lose a game, you can't lose Taman Lipsy. Correct. You know, it's it's like that's. That's where it gets. Uh, that's where my antenna is like. Oh my gosh, you you forget how valuable that guy is until he's not going to be there. But it sounds like it sounds like he's going to be okay. That's the vibe I've gotten as well. I mean, I would say like, and and I really don't have information. It would be like worst case scenario, maybe one game, but I don't even. Think yeah, that. I don't like. I think that it's just. Taman. Here's the thing. Even like last dude. year, he he played hurt yeah. for half the year. Like in the. The biggest concern about him is just his general body over four years. Like he's he's had a torn ACL. He's he if you just watch him walking around, he <laughs> walks around like a sixty. Sometimes and he takes his, like his back hurts. The and, way he plays. Yeah, Aiden just, and I were just talking about that. My like, gosh, 
he's he's on the floor all the time. All the time. He plays his ass off on defense. So that is our vibe is he's that okay. we think he'll probably be good to go on Saturday. Otzelberger, I believe, is having media availability this afternoon yep. or tomorrow, one of the two. Uh, we're we're going to have more. Rob Gray and Connor Ferguson, of course, will be at that. We're going to preview the women's game tonight at Texas Tech. The Cyclones are five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in Lubbock. I like how we're getting these women's point spreads. Yeah, now. It's, it adds some well flair. Deserved. And I, then they, I love it. They're 6-0 and because TCU decided yeah. not to play. Wild deal. I've never, I haven't seen that in a long, long time. Like I've never seen it other than COVID. Yeah, COVID happened, but I, I don't remember the Do last forfeiture. Do you know forfeiture. what's going on down there? Well, their point guard tore ACL on Saturday. Okay. They've had other injury concerns. I don't know the full breadth of it because women's basketball gets 13 or 14 scholarships. No, like they you, get 15. 15. 15. Yeah. They like have 15. Can, the men get 13. The women they don't have 15. You don't have to use them all. I don't know what their roster situation yeah. is. Clearly, they're they're giving up a home game too, so it's not like they just don't want to go to Ames. Like They are forfeiting their game today as well against yeah. Kansas State, which is interesting that now K-State... United at six and zero. Oh. Uh, the up the standings have already been updated. Yeah, but the bu- I checked the bummer it out this is, morning. I was like, yes. the bummer is it can't count for an NCAA tournament purpose. It doesn't count as an uh, overall win. It counts as a conference win, not an overall win. Don't ask me why. I don't know. That's so, stupid. So it doesn't really help the metrics in regards to seeding or anything like that. It does take twelve though? Well, TCU's not that good anyway. They so. aren't. Yeah, so it's really... You're supposed to win anyway. That's so it's like really a quad not, three... Yeah, it's not a not a huge deal. Okay. You would have beat them at home. Yeah. Well, I actually am more bummed out for the players and fans because yeah, I know a lot hey, of people were... Totally. A lot of people I, tweeting at me that they were planning on going to that game. My guy Matt's like, Saturday. hey, let's hook up at the at the women's game. So they're like, let's, let's figure it out. Yeah. And then like, the, 10 minutes later, oh, game not being played. I don't think... Man, I don't think Iowa State... I don't think you get your money back either, unfortunately, because it's not a... I don't think it's like a weather event. I don't know. It's not that women's tickets are, are going to set you back that much anyway, but I don't think there's anything Iowa well, State can do. It is a real bummer, though, with the momentum that this team has. Let's say they win tonight, and you were looking at 6-0, and looking to go 7-0, and and it's an opportunity on a Saturday afternoon to get out there in front of yeah, kids. Oh, for sure. I know that it was kids cheerleading day or something I like that. I didn't think about that. And the weather's getting better. Yeah, so... That it, is a bummer. For, just from, like, marketing with the program... Yeah. That, that's kind of a crappy deal. Uh, we are presented, as always, by MacDyne. I want to thank our friends over as well at the Iowa State University Foundation. Go to movewhatmatters.com, and you can be a more well-rounded cyclone. I'm going to have all sorts of information for Forever True Day, uh, which is coming up in April. Movewhatmatters.com. Also, I want to thank my buddy Jeff Kelderman at Kelderman Manufacturing. Kelderman sent me a vomiting emoji last night about. It's appropriate use of that emoji. At about nine o'clock. Uh, that's the type of service you're getting over at Kelderman. Uh, Kelderman Manufacturing, Kelderman.com. Think of them if you're an engineer out there, you need your need some laser cutting. That's what they do down there in Oskaloosa and a heck of a lot more. Kelderman.com. The uh, okay, so let's break down this men's game, yeah. and then if you if you don't want to hear this and you want to go to the women, you can skip. We're going to do a women's preview as well coming up, but we'll go in chronological order. As this happened last night, I actually thought Iowa State played a really really good offensive first half. Yeah, they were more than fine. More really than fine. yeah, p- really positive stuff. And Ward uh, was great again. 
he changes everything with the tips, with the lobs, with his rim protection. It felt like when that Waterford or Waterman or Weatherman or whatever his name at, when he hit that three from Salt Lake City uh, to get things started, it was kind of like, yeah. The BYU, I I give them a lot. They play better defense too than I think most people think. They're a top ten defensive team. They really locked down in the second half. And and again, like I don't know what to say because like it, we're kind of in a lose lose spot here. My my fr- my only frustration. It's not with fan passion. It's just like let's let's try and tone down the reactions a little bit so when you beat oklahoma state at home by 24 it doesn't necessarily mean you're a two seed right and when you lose a game on the road which was an ugly game and iowa state greatly benefited from a 9-0 run at the end analytically i bet that saved them a couple of spots but this this is not the end of the world good teams are going to lose in provo that was a hell of an atmosphere i'm already moving on to tcu yeah i it's it's just one of a long flight home. I don't. That would not. Oh, have been that it. would have been horrible. That's a long, long way to go. You get your ass kicked. And, it, you got to go back east. But like Curtis, time change. Curtis Jones said in the uh, in the post game, was like, "Well, we got another game on Saturday. Back to it." Yeah. That's the great thing is in basketball specifically. It's like flush it, move on, get it out of the way. Real quick on the the, the home court has been a huge factor. We thought it would be this year. <laughs> Yeah, twelve. Let's take away Oklahoma State because they got they're zero and two at home, and they're just not very good. Uh, the rest of the teams in the Big Twelve are eighteen and five at home, so it's gonna again back to the Tim Floyd standings. Winning on the road is gonna be hard, but that means you better protect your home floor. And so, what does that? I mean, Iowa State goes to TCU, gonna be probably a slight underdog there. They're gonna be they're gonna be next week in Hilton. Uh, again, protecting protecting your home floor is gonna be. Uh, just extremely important. I'm not concerned about this team at all. There's going to be some waves, and and obviously just got beat by a really good BYU team. And you tip your cap and you hope to see him again on March 6 when when those guys will come to town. And I'm guessing, based on how that game played out, uh, I think the Iowa State fan base will be ready to welcome BYU to Ames. Yeah, really. Uh, <sighs> quite natural double header like you only get a handful of these teams yeah, twice it's... and i i hated it i i called it this was like a year and a half ago when i had heard that they were going to be like iowa state's rival or whatever and i said that's a terrible break to have to go to provo mm-hmm. every year yep. and man it, it, what was it was it 10 years ago when edgem yeah. flipped off the crowd and, and all that stuff and and i damn well thought we were getting into a spot like that last night but then the game just Got wasn't competitive yeah. enough the 9-0 run at the end, though, probably saved Iowa State. It could have. I mean, that's the thing is you don't drop analytically much at all. You're down to 15 in Ken Palm. I was shocked the defense one. only dropped one spot. Yeah, I mean, you're just so it's it's such so a far, small sample yeah. size. And then a net ranking went down one. So again, not gonna impact things at all. It's just you hope it's not a lingering thing of losing confidence or something like that. And Chris, the one thing that is starting to become an issue with this team is they're just not shooting the ball well from three in conference play. I mean, everybody's down they're rushed tremendously. I'm not worried about a guy like Taman. He kind of gets stuck sometimes with all well, the shot clocks winding down, go do something Taman. So I'm not as concerned about his percentages, but you just, you're Milan's been okay, but you got to get, you got to get Curtis or Keyshawn or Trey or somebody Jackson, somebody else to help out with 
space in the floor out because you're going to see start to see teams do what they did last year and that's just pack it in and you saw when Iowa State really got out of hand in the second half it was nothing else is working let's just drive recklessly to the basket again and that's just not going to work they start to over dribble absolutely we've seen that with the guards and, and I give Keyshawn credit there was that one possession that was pretty telling me was shot like three threes they're all wide open like he has to keep shooting and percentage-wise, he was okay at UNLV, but he has not been great. I think he's under 15% now in conference play. He's just he's got to start making some of those. And the, like we talked about on Sunday, it's not the end of the world. I mean, Iowa State, if it can get to the free throw line, if it can get those easy twos with those bigs, can survive some of this stuff. But you cannot survive shooting that poorly if you're giving up then 15 threes on the other end. And I think that this is an, an identity thing for Iowa State where – if Iowa State's not going to turn you over, it's it's going to be hard. And I, I don't know if you abandon what you do with the trapping stuff, but I, like Oklahoma did against Iowa State, BYU handled it great and got wide open looks and made them. And that's going to happen. So you got to pick your poison. Uh, now, if you if you turn a team over like Iowa State did Houston and you can hold them to 60, you're going to be in that game. The game plan defensively is is to speed them up. Yeah. It, it's it's it, They don't... Iowa doesn't change what it does depending because I was asking a few people questions going into yesterday. I'm like, okay, because I'm just watching. Like, you really couldn't have more opposite of what Houston did with what BYU correct is going to do. And I, I was asking a few of the coaches, like, hey, like, do we change any? Like, w- what happens? And it's it's more like, no, we want to speed them up and hopefully. They don't make as many shots, which is what I think is happening to Iowa State shooters. It's you're used to having yep. this much time. Well, now you only have that much time, so you rush it, and your form gets off, and and then you're screwed. That's what I think has happened with Gilbert in all of the losses. He was there's one of the games he he was okay in the loss, but he just he gets he speeds up. The other thing too is with Momchilovich. He's being scouted now. Oh, yeah. You know, for the first time in his career. And he's going to have to fight through that. There's going to be a lull at some point with him. And then my prediction is in a week or two, he'll have a game where he hits like six threes. And we're all like, oh, he's over the hump. Yeah. Right. And, so just. And I don't. I he, he played fine. Like he went one of six from three, which isn't great, but he's been in double figures every single game in conference play. And and Iowa State, I thought it was interesting. Early in that game, they were running stuff for him. You know, they had him they had oh, him yeah. operating a little bit. I I Iowa State were able to beat their guys off the dribble and then set up the bigs. Well, BYU made a great adjustment at halftime, really packed it in, shut down those driving gaps, and then made Iowa State shoot over the top and just couldn't make 11 then the ward thing happened it was like all right not our our night i actually thought i don't know what but Taman was hurt obviously i almost think tj was just all right he he waved the flag oh and Taman got hurt it's like that's yeah yeah, we're just we're just gonna get the hell out of here get out of this place and he was letting gilbert run the point there yeah put baloo in there the right thing to do and i I actually (laughs) one small note of encouragement i thought omaha he looked okay he, he looks he looked like comfortable now it was Three minutes left in the game. We'll see if that really makes an impact, but at least he got some run. I thought that was that was nice to see, and he 
He physically looks the part, but you know, I just hope the game slows down. We'll do our uh, Wiffles Hybrids Big 12 segment coming up here in this league just a little bit. Oof. It's brutal. Uh, let's do the women's game tonight. Five and a half point favorites. Uh, all of our women's basketball coverage on Psych One Fanatic this year is presented by our friends at Caliber, Iowa. We're actually in a Caliber building right now. That's where our studio is located here. Uh, the standard in Ankeny, CaliberIowa.com. They have homes, uh, real estate. They've got property management, all sorts of luxury rental properties all throughout the metro. You can check out their listings. CaliberIowa.com presents our women's basketball coverage here on Cyclone Fanatic at Texas Tech. And Iowa State is a road favorite. This Texas Tech team, really good in the non-conference and they're right down there in the middle. Iowa State deserves to be favored. They should win this game if they play okay. Agreed. Yeah, it's a tough place to go. Obviously, it's had some success there. They don't draw a lot of numbers for women's basketball. Uh, again, I very much a middle-of-the-road Big 12 women's basketball team. And if Iowa State, and particularly those those freshmen, if the moment's not too big, and, and there's no reason to think that, I think Iowa State has every chance to, to get to 7-0, and which would be the best start. In program history in the like, Big 12. That's yeah, wild. I just... Maybe it's Caitlin Clark. Maybe it's the... I, it just doesn't feel like... I'm not even saying locally, just across the board. I don't think enough... Even within the own fan base, I, I think people are excited about this. I don't know if enough people realize how special this is. How how unique. cool this mm-hmm. and unique this situation really is to have five freshmen like that and really come out of nowhere i think to to a man all of us would have told you man if you could get to the nit with this team and then just really build the next year that would have been a majorly successful season right yeah yeah and they're they're looking to if they start 7 and 0 so they got to win tonight and they're 7 and 0 what they're like two three wins away from being a lock to the ncaa tournament four maybe three or four yeah, I mean that's. I mean they didn't right. have many yeah. wins in the non-con because no. they were so young and in, in learning. So, but they didn't really have bad losses either. Mm-hmm. Drake's pretty good. Iowa obviously is in the top five. Yeah, yeah those teams out in Vegas. Bandy's all right. We're we're okay. Okay. Yeah, and then once you get uh, past this little stretch here, I mean, you go to you know that TCU game's canceled. Then you go two road trips at KU at West Virginia. Those games are going to be hard, but. You know, you get a UCF in February. Houston's not quite as good. BYU back home. So, yeah, I mean, you you start looking at Cincinnati on March 2nd. Cincinnati's not a great program in women's basketball. The thought is, yeah, you get you get 11-7. and seven, You're probably certainly into the dance. And then CW starts thinking about, gosh, if you if you can get to a 13-5 and five or a 14-4, and four, which I think well, is entirely possible. I do, too. You might be able to host in age. Great point. So, I mean, that, that's the I thing. I forgot like about women's that basketball, You can really really help yourself and i'm i'm just super excited for them i think tonight's gonna be hard though i think this is a trap this game. is a how do you handle success type of moment it's one thing to win at oklahoma state uh when you you don't know any better one thing to win at byu i think i think texas tech who just beat kansas at home by 10 I mean, this isn't a this isn't a game where you just show up and win like you could in, in past years at texas tech i think this thing could go down to the wire and I think the line's probably right. I'd say, obviously, it's a favorite. But um, this would mean a lot, too. That's a tough place to go play. Long road trip. 
and you hope those freshmen somebody named them give them get them credit i think it was a guy chris shipley maybe it's chris shipley he said how about the fresh five not the mm. fab five the fresh five. i was like all right all right we can work with that but yeah i'm excited they are must watch uh appointment television right now i i'm very much enjoying this group that is a six o'clock start yeah if, if anybody's in the area so i'm gonna be down uh slinging drinks at iowa distilling company today. oh wow little we will fundraiser you're you're tending bar I'm tending bar wow Just tip the bartender night seriously that's what they do i will pour sounds yeah. and, wrong. and that's down in uh coming coming right yeah all right well that sounds like a hell of a yeah, time there you go game watch i i can't make it i got dance night yeah, I take the girls to dance. Well, it's probably been canceled for a couple weeks. It has been. Yeah, Elise is raring to go to to get her rear end back to mm-hmm. dance. So that's that's where I'll be tonight. Straight dance, Dad. Uh, thanks our friends at Gravitate Coworking, GravitateCoworking dot com for all of your coworking needs here in the Des Moines Metro. Also, Hope Wood. If you're thinking about getting a will in a day, I sent Hope an email yesterday. Really? I said, let's do it. Let's get it. Let's well, get, get it. it done. The cold, I don't know if it was a cold, it was shoveling. You thought it was about a near heart you attack. You were die. I did. It's like, I got to get did this. Did you actually out. get out and uh, work on your driveway? I did. I did. Now, because I was told that you hired somebody. Well, I, I did some. Because I, oh, okay. we did some. I did our, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, I'm I, making sure we're all on I the did, same page. I here. did the patio and the, oh, oh. some of the, okay. then the city plow oh, it's put the worst. a 10 foot, I can't I shovel that. I well, can't you're right on the corner, too. Yeah. So they're putting everything. Yeah, it's, you have to, with these city plows, get out there a couple times. Otherwise, it just continues to pile it's up. It's a bad deal right now. Well, and then, like, with this one, the it got so cold. Turn it to ice. Yeah. It's heavy. It, and it was really impossible. Seriously, I was, I, like, I shoveled for a little bit, and I couldn't really do it. And I was like, Hope, let's chat. Yeah. <laughs> this last winter storm finally convinced, convinced Bloom to me. get his will. That's right. With our friend, Hope Wood. Wiffles Hybrids presents our Big 12 segment, Plant Your Independence, Plant Wiffles. Kansas goes on the road and kills Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is clearly the worst team in this league. Yeah. Yeah, this is probably it for old Coach Boynton down there. 90 to 66. That was a seven-point spread. Oof. So those Oklahoma State lines are going to start to get huge. Yes, yes they are. We had a couple of overtime games in the Big 12 last night. Kansas State and Jerome Tang take care of business at home against number 9 Baylor, 68-64. to 64. Is Tang... I don't know. Are they overachieving, or is yeah, this what they should they be are. doing? They are overachieving, but I don't know. I mean, who who's the best team in the Big 12 right Has now? Has Baylor impressed you? No. That's the thing. Like nope. I've every time I nope. watch them, it's like I've not. That's it, Scott. Like it's same thought. They're good. They're. I mean, I'm not fine saying they suck. No, they no, no. they they're, deserve their ranking. I, and the, but I've I'm I'm not blown away by them. I don't this think year. they're as good as they were last year. I don't. So we think really, you've got Kansas, you've got Houston, and then there's a drop off. I mean, Iowa State can beat anybody at home. Houston, Baylor can beat anybody yeah, at home. Kansas one, State can Houston's beat anybody. Houston's one and two. I do think they're... Yeah, yeah but yeah. they're... Did Who you did they, see their line played, for tonight? They play tonight. They're playing a top 25 team, Texas Tech at home. What do you think the line is for that game tonight? 13. 12 and a half. Yeah, I would... Not giving advice, but I... 
Well, that's a line where most people see that number next to Texas. That's a sucker's bet right there. I'm yep, telling you. That's a 20-point game. I I still think Houston. Like, I, they I should have beat. They should have won at TCU. They and, like, this is the point I made on my post game last night. And, th- and this is why it just, for fans, what, about the overreaction to wins and losses, do you realize one whistle goes differently against Houston and Iowa State loses? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> that's, this, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so razor thin, the margin in these games. And, and last night's game was not that, obviously. Yeah. You know, a million whistles could have gone a different way, and Iowa State's going to lose that one. But, I, like, Houston, like, people are down on them now. Like, to me, like, they are still... I would still... They're, I think they're better than... Can- although Kansas... Kansas is starting five is the best in the conference. They have a su- supreme drop-off after that. And so if they get into a game of attrition, they're going to struggle. But when they get things rolling, I mean, Dickinson and McCuller are arguably two of the five best players in the league, and they'll be first-team All-Big 12. They had just haven't got a whole lot else from, from other contributors. And, you know, if they do, they could be a dangerous team. Uh, but again, last night, see, now this is the crazy thing with Kansas. They score 90. How much does their bench have? Nine points. That's wild. Like you just, it's not going to work the whole season. When they shoot it well like they did and they had Dickinson going, they're going to beat a lot of teams. And then Oklahoma State, you just, just not, just not a threat really. So I don't think you can take a whole lot from that. I still think this Houston's the best, most talented team, but I think there's six teams that will be kind of in that that jumble. I don't believe Texas Tech's one of them, though. That's why I don't either. I would, uh, I would really lean on Houston tonight. No, I think it's. Then you've got your Iowa yeah, State, Baylor, BYU, BYU Baylor, Baylor, Oklahoma. Yep. Maybe Texas. Maybe. Doubt it. I doubt it. Maybe Texas good at home. Tech. I, Texas can be good at home. Texas is a uh, eight and a half point favorite over Central Florida tonight. Again, Houston twelve and a half against Texas Tech. And then Oklahoma favored by 12 and a half at home against West Virginia. I, you know, BYU impressed me. I'll give them that. They were way better yeah, than I they, thought, especially with those guys. I'm there with the, the attitude of we can bully these guys, just be more physical. And it didn't, it didn't play out that way. So I think Pope's a good coach too. I mean, he had, the, he had those guys well scouted. He had them physically ready to go for that game. And uh, their transition is going, going okay. So I was, um, I was impressed by them. And again, Iowa State let them get too comfortable. I think that game is is markedly different in Ames because I think Iowa State can rattle them in Hilton. Yeah. But in their home gym, I think they're going to be tough for for most teams. Couple of let's go through the let's go through our comments here. I don't know. I don't know why Cole's got to do this to me. He's watching on YouTube. <laughs> Says so side note, 25 years ago today was the Gary Anderson kick. <laughs> Aiden, do you even know what that is? Do you even know what the Gary Anderson kick is? I think you should explain it to me as if I've never heard of it before. Shut up. <laughs> yes, I've heard of it. Aiden wasn't even alive then. Did you, Did think, you know that? Is that right? Yeah, we were. Oh uh, I was gosh. showing him old. I can um, still do the uh, Dirty Bird dance. Can you do the Dirty Bird dance? You want me to do it on YouTube? Screw you. Is this right? That was 1998. Nope. I I remember Jamal Anderson crying like a baby that Sunday afternoon. I was in my parents' living room. I was 14. 
my dad had to come and basically like pick my ass up and be like, be a man. Screw you, dad. You've already got all these championships. You got beat by Chris Chandler. Did you know that Gary Anderson had to go into like hiding after that? I probably still in hiding. He moved like he is. He moved like out into the wilderness because Vikings fans hate him so much. It's like that guy for the Dolphins and Ace Ventura. Uh, Fink, Finkel, Finkel or Einhorn? Ray Finkel 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 Finkel. Finkel. Yeah. Derek says the Gary Anderson kick is one of my first significant sports memories. Sorry. Seems appropriate as a lifelong. You guys Viking. have had it. This does not help your week being a Vikings fan. I was actually just on the phone with a Browns fan. And my buddy who's a Browns fan went to Houston last week to watch that debacle, the oh, playoff game. I can't even imagine. And I told him, I said, I actually think it's time for us to quit fighting. <laughs> and like you and me and like Bills fans, we all just need to like root for the Bills. Just get all one these, at a time. All these tortured What about Lions? I can't root for the Lions. You just can't? No. I mean, that was a pretty cool moment. No, I'm glad they won one game. But that You're they done? need to You're stay a little brother. They need yeah. to lose. They're going to be... The the Bucks suck. Do they, though? Yeah. Baker, that's your guy. I know. I love Baker, but I just... I don't think they're very good. The vision's terrible. The... The Lions will win that... They will cover against the Bucks. And then they will get destroyed by San Francisco. Are we, are we in a world where Brock Purdy is going to be playing in the Super Bowl? I believe so. In Packers and then Lions, yeah, both they, at home, they will destroy the like, Lions. They'll be touchdown. The Packers are way better than the what's Lions. That? What's that? In my the, opinion, what's the Niners' line this week? Six? <sighs> Let's no. It's way more than that. Yeah, it's, it's like nine and a half. I think they, and and I. That seems a little bit much. Green Bay, well, yeah, it's nine and a half right now. If you want to watch Brock, the 49ers-Green Bay game is at Saturday night, 7.15 on Fox. When does Iowa State play? One o'clock. Perfect. So we got a perfect day. Is that one o'clock or three o'clock? Because it... One o'clock. It's one o'clock. Okay, Mm -hmm. is that a fit? Because at one point it was one or three. It's one o'clock. Okay. One o'clock in Fort Worth. Okay. I also know some Cowboys fans who... Had already booked tickets. They were going to do the Iowa oh, State no. game and then go oh, to the Cowboys game no. afterwards, and and that didn't exactly play out very well. How about our guy AJ Klein yeah. coming out of nowhere? Matty Van Winkle's at my house. That is we're watching nuts. that I game. Like, I thought I was like, is he still playing? I knew I, that I, he had been cut. And I did. Stuff. That's what I thought too. I, was like, I had why no is he idea he was going to be on my TV watching that. How game. cool is that? And now he's front and center against Patrick Mahomes in this next this divisional round game the on Sunday. Cyclones in the NFL make the playoffs so much more fun. Oh, it's it's changed my love for the game. Yeah, I when you're not alone. when Niang and Morris and Thomas and all those guys went to the NBA, like I bought the ticket, I started watching it more. The problem for me is all those guys were in the West Coast. So it made it really hard with them tipping off yep. all the time at nine o'clock. It just, it was hard. Well, Tyrese is kind of in the, the NFL thing. I've never in my life been able to look you in the eye and say, I can have a conversation if I like the NFL or college more. I'm still a college guy. Okay. Like, yeah, but I'm considerably more into the it's NFL a, because of all these it's guys. a really good product right now. Interestingly, how, this makes everyone feel old. How old do you think AJ Klein is? 
Well, okay, so you're going to do the math. 30? 32. Wow. Jeez. That does make me feel old. I remember when AJ was a freshman. Yeah. Kimberly, Wisconsin. AJ Klein. What a badass. What a badass. All right, so we've we've got Klein, we've got Purdy, and we have Anthony Johnson. Xavier Hutchinson. And Xavier Hutchinson. And he's getting some catches. He's, he's, some catch. he's playing some real ball yeah. for Houston. Yeah. Real quick, the picks are you play Houston nine and a half. We're going to wait for the San Francisco. All the public money will come in on Green Bay, and then we'll bet San Francisco. Uh, you should have already. I don't think you, the public money's coming on Green Bay. I think they're living. They're okay. Living well, on if that gets to 10, then take Green Bay. You should have already bet the Lions. When it was at like six, that's going to go over a touchdown right now. You're screwed. Get out of that. And you should definitely. Montgomery. didn't mention David Montgomery. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on now. Of course. And then uh, Buffalo. I love Buffalo under a field goal against Kansas City. Hammer the Bills. That will be up to three here before too long. There you go. There's Man, my the Bills are really injured right now. Charlie Kohler. Thanks, Charlie Joe. Kohler. Sheesh. So I've got a couple texts and tweets from people asking if, if Iowa State's interested in Caden Proctor. Because he's, he's not going to Iowa State. What? Come on. Yes, of course they'd be interested. But come on now, people. Bloom, how much does Caden Proctor go for on the open market? A million? Uh, million a year? No. Uh, not that much. I mean, hello, freshman tackle starter in the SEC for Alabama. Not that. Maybe not a million, but. 600,000, 700,000? Yeah. yeah. Probably. And he he is leaving for sure. He's not going to hear out DeBoer. I mean, again, it's smart of these guys to, to declare. That's and what happened to the Ohio State guy mm-hmm. that Iowa State was interested in. He left Ohio State or went in the portal and then ended up. Ohio State's completely loaded. Uh, ended up getting paid over there apparently. So I I don't know. I could see a world where Proctor ends up like ignore. I we'll see though. That's an I mean. Alabama's lost several. Oh, Washington's already lost some guys, so it's just Dude, it's I, an I, interesting week. I don't think this DeBoer is going to be a I don't know. home run. There, it feels. I don't know. Do you know what they just hired as their defensive coordinator? See this yesterday. Uh, Maurice Linquist, Maurice Wh- Linquist. former Paul Rhodes assistant, right. secondary coach secondary, for Paul yeah. Rhodes. Yep, just got let go. What's Buffalo. wild to me is all of these head coaches that are leaving head coaching jobs to become coordinators to like double their pay. Yeah. Like well, Linquist is like, I'm going to leave my head coaching job and I'm going to go be a coordinator. I'm going to make twice as much money. Well, look at, did you see Iowa just announced, and this is in our state. And again, Phil Parker, the defensive coordinator, won the whatever assistant yeah, coach. The Royals of the year. War. He's getting $2 million a year now. Well, he's earned it. I mean, that's, yeah. that son of a bitch should be making like five <laughs> for what he's had to do. But it's crazy. And that's where it's like, you, honestly, the yeah. You, sometimes you lose the argument. I'm like, there's not enough money. Well, they're not helping themselves the when it comes to these players. I'm stuff. telling you, Man. two I mean, million you, in Iowa. Good no, for, good you're for right on, on Proctor. He is not. Oh, he's I, not going to Iowa either. By the way, no. I mean, why would you? They don't even have a coordinator yet. Like that doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense either. He is. My point is, this is a guy projected to be like a top 10 draft pick yeah he's not the, i just wish like would iowa state have gotten alan lazard in this era i don't know it would have been pretty tough it would have been hard 
Yeah. No, you know, because that's a guy because he was so highly touted. He, he wanted to leave when Rhodes left. Yeah, he's he's on the record. He told yeah. me that on a podcast. And he, he he would have left in the current climate mm -hmm. and made a lot of money somewhere, but he couldn't because then he had to sit out a year and didn't want to sit out a year. Yeah, because he was wanting to get to the pros. What a time to be yeah. alive. So yeah, that's uh no. So I I appreciate the suggestion that people have reached out to me that 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 we should get in touch with Caden. Have you not talked to him yet? I've <laughs> noted. I appreciate that. Hey, Caden. All right, here's the deal. We've got these pizzas. <laughs> if we can sell enough pizzas, we can offer you $20,000. It'd be more than that. It'd be more than that. FYI. I know. I'm just screwing I up. know you are. Just having a little fun. Just a little here. fun on a Wednesday. All right. Um, that's it for today's show. Let's beat Unless the, you have anything else no, to get to. No, let's beat the Lady Raiders tonight. Locked in. Five and a half point favorites. The uh, good, It's good to see, by the way, good to see Tyrese on the broadcast yeah. last night. That was really neat. He needed to just let go a little bit. He was mean? too busy watching the game. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was. I wanted to hear his commentary. Yeah, at the same time, I, if I'm the player, like Tyrese, you do the game for us. Yeah, like he's so much more personality than that. But he was he, so he locked was so into lo that he game. Was, <laughs> Tyrese is a legend in a lot of ways. Love that guy. He's the best. Like if he were here in that chair right now, he could talk for three hours. Yeah, and he wouldn't. Yeah, they should have just that. let him. He was. I mean, at that point, I mean, he was great to see him, but like he was clearly just wanting to watch the game. Yeah, fun stuff. Let's uh, we'll we'll do this again on on Sunday night. Aiden, what do we do? We have any other pods between now and uh, Sunday? What do we have coming up this weekend? Let them cook. They're out already. They're out already. Oh, they had uh, Woody's podcast had our guy Ari Temkin yeah. on. That was really that was well a really good show. Yeah, really really awesome really good show. show. Ari's that, good stuff. Ari, I love Ari. The Woody the, that that pod's kind of catching its legs a little bit. Right, like yeah, you they, better hop on the wagon now. Yeah, those guys are kind of feeling each other. Like, it, that's a really good show now. It it takes it takes any sort of a pairing, just a little bit. Uh, they got a good. Yeah, those guys are, going. you know, finally hitting their stride. Uh, one real quick thing, and again, somebody said, "Hey, you talk too much about nil on this." So I was like, "I'm cognizant of that." Tickets are still on sale for yep. the uh, We Will Cycle Fanatic recruiting party, February seventh. Just found out. Speaking of the NFL playoffs. We may have an autographed helmet by a certain quarterback in San Francisco that will be available. Man, what would that go for? We'll see. I feel like, too, it's like I, it's something I'd like to bid on, but I'm just wasting my time. Like, yeah, I, shouldn't I think even you're probably. Waste, I shouldn't even just, waste my that, energy to, to write my name. That is the caliber of things that will be available, not only for auction, but some for a raffle as well. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not like it's just the highest bidder. That'll be fun. It'll be fun. That's the seventh, seventh of in February. And it toast, and toasted it, and it's a complimentary Ames Lager all night. Oh yeah, boom. Yes. Are we gonna have pizzas? There will be pizzas there, but that's not the main. That'll be the the oh. appetizer. We're, I'm, I'm we're gonna have we are gonna have Matt Campbell's favorite meal. What's that? Braised short ribs. Matt Campbell's favorite meal is braised short ribs. Yep. So the guy that caters for the football team and recruits is catering for us. Braised short ribs. Okay, then. There you go. Fancy. All righty. Uh, he is Brent Bloom. 
for Aiden Wyatt. My name is Chris Williams. Of course, we are presented by our friends at MacDyne. We are doing this show every Wednesday live here from the Wild Rose Casino Studios on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Have a great Wednesday. Enjoy watching the game tonight.